Welcome to episode 119 of Actors 2020 Podcast. I'm your host, Johnny Keith, and today we have two very special young women going to the university in the United Kingdom. We have Jennifer and Ivana. I won't pronounce their last names because I do not want to slaughter them. They will do it for you. So without further ado, we're going to start with Jennifer. She was raised in Switzerland. She moved to New York and she worked there as an actress and she was at the New York Film Academy for a year. And now she went across the pond back to the United Kingdom in London. Let's give her a call and see what she has to offer you. Hopefully there are no technical difficulties. So please stand by. It's seven o'clock here in Los Angeles and it's three o'clock in London. Let's see what happens here. It says it's calling. We'll see what happens. Hello. Hello, Jennifer. Hey. It's Johnny with Actors 2020 Podcast. How are you? Good. How are you? I am good. So how is it oh, across the pond there in London uh, or greater London? Um, Yeah, yeah, greater London, but basically London, like I'm 20 minutes away. So. Well, we're not too familiar with that. I mean, most people in America doesn't even know what the UK is. I mean, <laughs> what is it? The UK is like London, Scotland, or what is it? London, Scotland, Ireland, and Wales. And what's the difference between London and greater London? It's really just like the outskirts of London. Like it's similar to like, I guess, like Brooklyn and New York or something, you know what I mean? Like I'm just not in the center center, but it's still London. <laughs> okay. Uh, so you're originally from Switzerland? That's right. So you grew up there or was born there or did you just grow up there? I was born there and I lived there for a good part of my life. How was that growing up in Switzerland? It was really nice. Switzerland's a very nice country. It's very calm. Everything works very well. It's very similar to Scandinavia in many ways in that our like social systems function really, really well. Our education systems function really, really well. So it was a very, very good place to mature. Turin, I think. That's good. Nice, safe childhood, right? Yes, exactly. Exactly. So you speak German. Did they speak German in Switzerland? Or how do you know German? Yeah, that's my mother tongue. So when you dream, do you dream in German or do you dream in English? No, I dream in English. I mean, I lived in D.C. for a while with my family when I was younger. Mm -hmm. And I think those were like very important parts of my childhood. So it's kind of like I grew into the language a lot. Okay. And it's just kind of accompanied me ever since. So I'm very like English based, but I speak German just as well. Like I'm by basically. Really? Can you speak some German for us? Um, also, in five years, I can speak full time and speak English. And I can speak English and speak English. Wow, that's nice. <laughs> that was Swiss German, yeah. <laughs> that's good. That flowed really nice. <laughs> Thank you, thank you. <laughs> so when you were going to high school there, was it a was a place was it called Free Gymnasium? That's the English version? Yeah, exactly. So that's basically just like a uh, high school. A lot of people like in Switzerland the school system's quite different, so not everyone goes to high school. You either go to high school to then go to university after or you do an apprenticeship after ninth grade and you don't go to high school. So um, the high schools that do exist are called gymnasiums basically. And you were in a theater program there where you did a lot of theater? Yes, I did do. I was just part of the drama club, yeah. How was that? That was great. First time I started acting outside of just like my home and for myself, basically, when it became more public. So that was wonderful. So I noticed the gymnasium seats like 420 people. So when you did performances, was that place packed? Like it wasn't huge crowds. There might have been like when we did them in school, there might have been like 200 people watching. And like then sometimes we'd go to like Germany and perform in the school there. And then there might be like 400 or something people. <laughs> right. The reason I'm asking because theater here, like in L.A., if you can fill a 99 seat theater, you're doing 
doing pretty good. That's true. That's so, true. I mean, that was like double that, <laughs> and that was in high school. Yeah, so what made you want to get into the acting business in the first place? It's a very creative and artistic person. I really love stories growing up. I just, like, like I said, like, I started, like, acting for myself and, like, listening to audiobooks when I was little and, like, just playing, like, all the characters and stuff like that. And then in my gap year after high school, I did a two-month acting course in New York, and I loved it so much that I decided that I really wanted to start doing it and, like, pursuing it professionally. So I went to acting school after that. Right, the New York Film Academy, that one? Yes, exactly. Is that where you got a lot of your footage on yourself? Yes, I definitely got a lot of footage there, so that was great in that way, yeah. And I met a lot of people who I continued to work with after also, which was also awesome. And what made you go back to where you're at now in London? I'm going to university here. I guess I'm, like, very adventurous, and I love traveling, and I love seeing new places. So, like, I just felt like after, like, two and a half years in New York, I kind of wanted to go somewhere else. I didn't feel super at home in New York anymore. Mm -hmm. So I came here, and it's a bit closer to Switzerland. I can see my family more often, which is really awesome. And the university here offered great programs, so that was really cool as well. So you're going to be there two more years? Yes, at least, and then we'll see. You have this one picture of you where you're doing some modeling where you're looking into that lighted mirror. Do you know what picture I'm talking about? You're wearing a black dress? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I love that picture. Thank you. And that's something that was on like one of your old resumes I researched online. I don't see it on any of your current stuff, but that's a beautiful picture of you. I liked it a lot. Thank you very much. Thank you. Thank you. The colors on your website, how come you decided to go with that pink? It's really nice. Thank you. Um, I love colors. I'm very colorful, and I feel like the pink just expresses a lot of my personality, and it's so soft. It still stands out and just very feminine also. So you call yourself an artist, not an actor, because you do more things than just acting. Do the modeling, the mm -hmm. photography, the writing, and the digital art. How do you make your digital art? Where did that come from? How do you use a computer for that? Or uh, Yeah, so I do it with like um, a tablet that I connect to my computer. And you just draw on there? Where's your inspiration come from? I mean, do you look at another picture, or do you think of something in your head, and you just draw it? Things just come to me, and like often they're influenced by other things that I've seen, other kinds of art. And sometimes I start drawing, and something just kind of comes out. That's actually how it goes a lot of the time. Like, I'll start drawing, and whatever comes will come. I think it's just really just me expressing my experiences and my emotions, and it just kind of takes shape in a way, I guess. And the photography. So do you do that just as a hobby, or because I noticed you had quite a few models that you took pictures of. Was that their portfolios, mm -hmm. their headshots you're doing for them, or is that just you to get stuff for yourself? Both. Like, it's um, oftentimes I do it with my friends, especially when I'm doing more, like, just kind of shoots for fun or, like, just artistic ideas that I want to explore. So a lot of them are just friends that were, are willing to model for me. But also, especially back in New York, I did a lot for, like, models who were trying to, like, expand their portfolio. Yeah, I've recently just started with headshots, which is a great way to make just a little bit of money on the side. I know a lot of actors, so that helps as well. So, yeah, like, I'm <laughs> kind of all over the place. <laughs> all right, so were you a production assistant on that something called Old Blue Eyes, or was that another Jennifer? Uh, no, that was me. How do you pronounce your last name? Amon in Swiss German, but, like, Americans just say Amon. Amon, okay. Also, weren't you on the cover of a yoga magazine? Yes, I was. My mom runs that magazine, so when I was, like, in my teens, I modeled for her a couple of times. <laughs> <laughs> so, live theater. How do you like that? It looks like you have a lot of credits there. I just kind of slipped into theater when I was doing acting full-time after graduating from film school. Just kind of what I got, and I really, really love theater because the energy is so different, and each performance that you do is so different, and it's much more reliant on your scene partners, I feel like. Mm -hmm. But, of course, I mean, I love film as well. I love doing both, and I think it kind of keeps me on my toes trying to keep doing both because they're so different. But as I said, I really just, like, I, I take what I get, really, and I just kind of slipped into doing a lot of theater after school, so that was fun. Some of your video acting reels. What was the name of that one where you and that 
guy where it was a live performance. You were pretty intense. You, I don't, you guys were having a big argument. Oh yeah, that's reasons to be pretty. And where does that anger come from? Put yourself in the character's shoes and you understand why they feel what feel. You just express it. Yeah, I really loved that scene. I really got so angry doing it and I found it very, very easy. That was a good scene. I like that one. Thank you. So two years after you graduate the university, where do you see yourself living? What do you see yourself doing? In my dreams, I'd probably be like somewhere else, maybe Berlin. Um, acting, definitely still like maybe some theater production, but also having like part-time or definitely being very, very involved in like um, journalism, also writing articles or doing editorials. I like seeing just like where life takes me and kind of taking the opportunities that I can get, you know? That's good. You're in that little sweet spot to where you're not quite sure you have a lot of energy and tomorrow's another day and you don't know what's mm -hmm. going to happen and that makes it all exciting. Exactly. Wow. So is there anybody in the business that like influenced you a little bit, like a role model or a real model that you admire? My favorite actress is Lupita Nyong'o and she inspires me so much and all the work she does and just how talented she is. So definitely just watching her perform um, influences me a lot. What was she in last? Was she the one that was in that, that last scary movie? Yeah, Us, directed by Jordan Peele. Yeah. That was a very good acting role because you got to play both mm, parts. Exactly, exactly. And she did wonderfully in both. Yeah. So you speak a little bit of French and a little bit of Arabic, but not just kind of conversational or like you could just fake it for a movie? Or? Yeah, like I could probably like my agent tries to send me like scripts where there is like some Arabic in it and I can like kind of get through it if I practice long enough. Mm -hmm. But I'm like I'm currently learning it. So it's I'm definitely still in like the beginning stages of it. Wouldn't say that I'm fluent in any way. Um, I learned French for over eight years, though, so I can hold up a conversation in French. Oh, that's good. That's awesome. Yeah. It doesn't matter there about Screen Actors Guild and non-union or anything where you're living now, does it? Um, No, not really. That's not really a big deal at all. Not like it was in America. Yeah, but it almost seems like these days, that, especially when you're starting out, it's almost better to be non-union. Definitely, yeah. Of course, if you want to get the big bucks and get the movies and stuff, yeah, you have to be. But like all the commercials, you know, out of 10 commercials, nine of them will be non-union. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Yeah, so there's a lot of opportunity. As a matter of fact, I interviewed this one guy from New York. He has over like a hundred credits mm. in just a year and a half. Wow, that's impressive. So how did you get that agent? Did you have to go audition? I submitted myself a lot of different agencies um, when I first got here and I was with one for a while but they weren't sending me out to stuff at all so I was really unhappy and I was trying to find someone else and then I just found a couple of new agencies that I could submit myself to and she was one of them and she really liked my reels so I just went in for an interview basically and she took me on. Even though she's out there doing her work, do you have to do your stuff? Do you go on backstage and the others and say, hey, did you submit me for this or do you submit yourself? How does that work? Yeah, I submit myself to a lot of things personally as well on backstage mainly, but she gets me bigger things to audition for, of course. I rely on her more now to get me auditions than I, than I do on myself, basically. Like all the, the film stuff that you have on your resume, is that s stuff from the UK? Um, no, that's mainly stuff from New York. But it looks good because it has the word lead, 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 <laughs> you know, and then supporting. Yeah, 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 exactly. Instead of girl on the bus. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. <laughs> It'd be like, girl screaming. You know, like, exactly. Really? This is on your internet movie database page? I know that's an extra job. Mm -mm. <laughs> Are you a proficient skier? Um, Yeah, definitely. Like, you're forced to go skiing, basically, when you live in Switzerland. So I didn't really get around that. <laughs> <laughs> we have a cabin up here in Big Bear. And uh, my wife's kind of over it, the whole skiing thing now. But when we first bought it, we went quite a bit. She's a little chicken. She'll, she'll do, like, the bunny slopes and maybe one more. But then she's like, I'm not going up there. <laughs> 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can understand. <laughs> Unless I take her into the bar and give her a little hot toddy or something, then she's like, let's go. <laughs> All right, so are you still taking those evening classes at the City Academy in London, or that was last year? Uh, no, that was last year. I'm not doing that anymore. I'm kind of looking around to see if there's any other classes I'd be interested in going in uh, to, but I haven't found anything yet, so we'll see about that. Is the transportation up there? Do you always have to take the train or the bus, or do you have your own car? How do you get around up there? Yeah, I use public transport. Okay, well, that's, that's probably the way it is for most people, right? Yes, yes, definitely. It's easier, I think. So they don't have a union, some type of an acting union to get into up there? I think they do. Like, I think I've heard of one, and I think in those evening classes, they talked about one briefly, but it really doesn't seem to be very relevant because my agent is sending me out to all these rather big auditions, and I'm not part of anything yet. And I looked it up, and there's a bunch of different, like, smaller unions that I could kind of find, but nothing seemed to be, like, hugely relevant to, like, advance in the industry here. Right. Are you doing anything on the acting as far as the university, or are you just going there to get your degree? Um, I'm mainly going there to get my degree. I think next year I might join, like, the Drama Society and see if I can meet some new mm-hmm. people there, but we'll see. Yeah, I think that's a good idea. Mm. I think that's a really good idea, mm-hmm. you know, and maybe until then, like you said, find, like, a little workshop with a group of people. Like, my friend, she's been a working actress here in Los Angeles for over 30 years. She's never driven a car in her life. She takes public transportation. Well, now she does the Uber. Whoa. And she is always consistently in an acting class. Always. Yeah. That's how I met her. I met her in an acting class and she's still going. She's still, that's what she does. Yeah. To stay fresh. Yeah, exactly. And you never stop learning. So it's really great. If somebody wanted to get in contact with you, where would they go? Best way to like contact me is either through my website, which is jenniferamon.org or on my Instagram, which is Jenny with an I at the end, Amon. Awesome. Well, it seems like you're not just doing the acting. I mean, you're doing the creative thing. I actually read some of your poetry. It's pretty nice. I really like it. Thank you know, I was you. gonna actually read one, but it might be a little too personal. So I'm not sure. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Those things that you're writing about, you know, your feelings and things that are inside you, are you just? I mean, most likely, yes, right? Yeah, I think they are. They are a lot of times. They're some way. They're definitely related to me, even if I kind of like twist it, you know, or twist the words to make it not so so personal anymore. They're definitely always very raw. Right. I mean, you're not just sitting there making it up for the viewers. Like, oh, this would be great for somebody to read. You know, let me just. <laughs> No, no, I don't think that's how it works. <laughs> no, I, I don't know. I'm just, I'm just kind of curious. <laughs> no, definitely, definitely. I just like it's not. That's not how I, I think it just really comes to me. Like um, I feel something, and then the words are like building up. Pretty much everything too. Like you know, your acting is that way. The modeling's mm-hmm. that way. When you're shooting, mm-hmm. photography is the same way. When you're writing and when you're doing your digital art, it's just because you're such a young age, you have all this stuff flowing inside of you. You know, and mm-hmm. you just got to get it out in some type or some form, and you're just trying to figure it out. And then a few. Years years that you're going to hone in and because you can only do so much there's only so much time in life you're going to figure out what you're best out and what you can make a living at uh-huh. not only that but still you're always it seems like you're always going to have a creative outlet very creative person definitely definitely well thank you so much for being my special guest star today and i wish you well and i just thank you for taking your time out i was very interested to see what is going on on the other side of the pond <laughs> Thank you so much for having me and thank you for taking your time. One other question. Do you plan on coming back to the States? Um, Maybe in some time, like at some point in my life. Um, I love California and even though I've only been there like twice, I miss it so much. So like I'd love to live in LA at some point in my life. Yeah, LA, you can't beat the weather here. <laughs> can't beat the weather. Yeah, that's true. I've been here for 30 years and I wouldn't live anywhere yeah. else. It's a beautiful place to stay. I absolutely love it. You can go skiing up in Big Bear and then come on down and go to the beach and get a tan. That's awesome. That sounds 
like paradise. Yeah. <laughs> well, hopefully, you know, your acting will bring you back here. You'll be down here shooting a movie, and then maybe you'll get another one and another one and another one, and then all of a sudden, you're living here. Fingers crossed. Fingers crossed. <laughs> all right, Jennifer. Thank you so much. We'll thank talk you. to you next time. All right. Bye-bye. Bye. All right. Thank you so much, Jennifer. So if you want to get a hold of her, it's not 867-5309. You'll have to go to her website, which is jenniferalmond.org, which is J-E-N-N-I-F-E-R-A-M-M-A-N-N.org. You'll see all about her artistry from her photography, from her poetry, and from her acting. I love interviewing people from overseas. That was awesome. Next week, we have Australian actress. I'm interviewing someone who currently lives there and one who just moved here from Australia who's living in Los Angeles. I cannot wait to interview them. All right, let's continue on with the show. That was part one of Actors in the United Kingdom. Now we're going to speak to a very young actress. She's just starting out. She has hopes, she has dreams, and she has aspirations of becoming an actor. Her name is Ivana. I don't know anything about her. This is the first time I didn't do any research, so we're just going to talk to her and let's see what she has to offer you. Hello? I'm Johnny Keith with Actors 2020 Podcast. How are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm good. I love your accent. Oh, thank you. <laughs> but of course, I'm the one with the accent, right? Yeah, no, 100%. <laughs> so you're in school right now, right? I am at university, yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And how long is that going to go for? I'm in my first year. I'll probably stay and do a master's, so I'll probably be here for four years. I feel like it's going to be great. I love my university. I love my course. I don't actually study drama. I study biological sciences. I just love it. I just do drama on the side and like theatre and film work. But a lot of actors, you know, in the past, they've gone to universities like Cambridge and Oxford, and they've gotten these really good degrees and then gone into big in the film industry. Maybe maybe that'll work for me as well. I don't know. Well, you got to have your education first. Get that as a backup. so important to be just a well-educated woman love education <laughs> that's true it's better than just going around trying to do little bit parts for four years when after four years you're still doing bit parts but you study for four years now you have an actual real degree to fall back on definitely and you know, it's such a good degree as well i kind of got a little plan but i don't know how it's going to work out and my parents tell me don't ever plan because you don't know what's going to like pop up in the future right so recently i went for this audition for this major film and if i got the part which i didn't unfortunately if i got the part I would have had to drop out of university and I just didn't know how I felt I actually doubted like I was like should I actually go to the audition because I don't think I want to drop out of university no but you got the experience of auditioning that's good it was a great experience of auditioning yeah like you walk into a room and you know it's the 30 girls who are much more beautiful and much they speak better than you as well but the other girls are thinking the same thing they're looking at you going oh my god she's so more beautiful than I am oh she's so much more talented than I am (laughs) (laughs) But you know what's really interesting is just hearing other people's stories. I was talking to a lot of struggling actresses who just literally had nothing going on at the time. They were like, this is the only thing going on in my life at the moment. I was like, I was kind of shocked. You know, it's kind of heartbreaking to think that these like auditions were the only things going on. They were struggling to get into drama school. I was speaking to a girl who was on her third attempt. So it's taken her three years to get into drama school and she hadn't even got in yet. It's just so tough. It's so up and down. 
alone. And I just I just interviewed this uh, young woman actually in New York, and she's on top of her game. I mean, it she's is. in sex. She's got a beautiful body. She's got yeah. beautiful skin, mm-hmm. and she's got an education. She's got talent. And yeah. even at that high level that she's at, yeah. it's still so competitive. So competitive. It just seems like everybody wants to be in this industry. And I was listening to these girls, and my heart was breaking. I was the only student out of these thirty girls. The part was for a, an eighteen-year-old, and there were twenty-four-year-olds there who had just got out of drama school, and they had nothing. I personally don't agree with drama schools, that system, but that's just me. Sometimes, you know, it's just a feeling. You know, there, there is a certain technique. If that can all be learned on the set, a lot of people yes. just start doing extra work, that's and the they thing, see yeah. what's going on. Next thing you know, they're doing photo double. Next thing you know, they're doing stand-in, mm-hmm. and then they start getting parts. I mean, yeah, class is great. I used to go to the Beverly Hills Playhouse for two years. No, I loved it, but I didn't really need to go there to learn what I learned. Yeah, because you know Benedict Cumberbatch? I love him. He started out as a schoolboy actor. So he had something originally, and then he went to university and studied drama, and he just worked that. And then now, look at him. He's amazing. So why are you even pursuing this? I love it. I absolutely love that world. I've been doing this really young age, really enjoying it. And then people started to tell me that was good, and I was like, okay, that's great. <laughs> and then I got scouted for a film when I was 14. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, the idea popped into my head, like, oh, could I actually do this for a living? So I moved country. So I moved back to England. I got scouted again. And that was quite recently for a film. It's coming out in May. Rocket Man, you know, the Elton John biopic. Oh, yeah. That was an amazing experience. Loved working with Dex Fletcher. He's amazing. Taron Edgerton was there. Oh, it was just such a lovely experience. I don't find the glamour, like, attractive at all. It's literally the hard work behind the scenes that I find attractive. It's doing the same scene, like, 30 times to get it right. And although it's exhausting, it's so fulfilling at the end. Mm-hmm. So I recently did a, a TV show. We have four main channels here in the UK. Okay, so it's for Channel 4. Okay. But it was set in the Victorian time. And I was playing um, a person who is abducted by this crazy man. Mm. And it was so much fun. I had to dream so much. I worked with one of my favorite actors, like Craig Parkinson, he was there. So I, I was like, oh my gosh. I think that's coming out quite soon as well. Quite exciting. So I think what you're doing is absolutely amazing. You, I was listening to one of your podcasts earlier and how you're just doing this on your own and giving like small actors like me an opportunity to speak. And and you're allowing actors to do that. So like, well done. (laughs) Thank you. Thank you for that. I'm at a crossroads right now because I'm really early in my career. I honestly don't know whether to pursue this acting thing like properly. I was thinking of becoming a geneticist. Do I actually pursue this thing that I've been dreaming about for so long? Or do I go down a sensible route which will guarantee me a job? I just don't know. And I think a lot of people face that dilemma. Definitely finish your education and just keep doing what you're doing. Just go out to these little parts. Nothing that's going to make you. Obviously, you're not going to quit the university. So you can't even take a job job like that. But that doesn't mean you can't audition for it. Because let's say they did offer you a part. You're going to go, oh, you know what? I can't quit. Why don't you give me a smaller part where I can just show up and just work those one or two days so I can still stay in school? Yeah. And then when you graduate, you'll have quite a nice little resume. And you can say, wow, I love this. I still love this. Or you know what? I'm just going to go get a regular job. Oh, I think you're right, you know. I'm still kind of questioning things. But no, I think that's probably what I will do. I definitely won't give up on education at all. I'm 19. I'm almost 20. I'm 19. Like, trying to improve in any way I can. Um, I'm, like, literally looking for experience in every place. I've been writing to so many people, just looking for any experience I can get. I'm just on a film set. You know, even if I just shadow, like, a director or something, I just need some sort of experience. Mm-hmm. Do you do any extra work, or does your agent not want you doing extra work? I don't mind extra work at 
cool. I love extra work. Cool times are like 5am and what I do, I just go the night before, stay at my parents' house, then travel down to London for, at, you know, 5am. I have to get up so early those days, it's pain, but it's worth it. We've got the BBC over here as well, so, you know, there's opportunities through there. But again, everything does happen in London. Where do you see yourself after you graduate? Dream-wise, not like, oh, practical and reality-wise. I mean, is it like moving to Los Angeles, New York, or anything like that? I don't know. Possibly. I've never been to LA. I would love to go. I might try LA. It'll be fun, I think. I'll just literally work hard for about a year, and then if things aren't really going anywhere, then I'll come back. Right. I just don't think people should rely on luck or just like lucky scenarios, opportunities. I think you've got to make your own luck at the end of the day. So if anybody wanted to contact you, how would they get in touch with you? Um, I've got an email. My email involves my full name. It's spelled I-V-A-N-A dot H-L-A-D-U-S-Z at gmail.com. So that's my email, if anyone wants to email me. I appreciate you being my super special guest star today. I appreciate it. So thank you so much for your time and your insight. Thank you so much for listening to me. It's been a pleasure. Um, I hope you'll hear from you soon. Yeah, thank you. All right, bye-bye. All right, have a great day. You too. Bye. Bye. So in case you didn't catch that email address, it was I-V-A-N-A-H-L-A-D-U-S-Z at gmail.com. What an out standing, fantastic young woman. She's focusing on education over acting, but she's still going to build up her credits over the next three years while she's going to university. And then when she graduates, she'll still be 23, 24, maybe come to LA, give it a shot. If for some reason it doesn't work out and it's not for her, she has an amazing degree to fall back on that pays excellent money. So the lesson here would be education over acting as of right now. She's using her brain. Very, very smart young woman. It was a pleasure to interview her. Good luck, Ivana, and thanks again for the insight on what a young actress in the United Kingdom going to university is going through. Thank you. Well, that wraps up episode 119, and season one is almost over. We only have one more interview to go, and I saved one of the best for last, Lorena Israelova. Cannot wait to edit her show and put it out there. She will be episode 120 and that will complete season one. I'd like to thank, I'd like to thank all my actors, Celine Silver, Nate Adamski, Eric Mosley, Matt J. Doyle, Felipe Dos Santos, Hoond K, Joe Ryan III, Louisa Abernathy, Eli D. Goss, Lucas Silvera, Ernie Rivera, Jordan Flippo, Lacey Caroline, Corey and Austin Fox, Mary and Jocelyn, Sonia Janae, Adeline Hayes, Joey Jupiter, Loretta Eilie, McGregory Federique, Ava Westcott, Nadog, and Jennifer and Avina from the United Kingdom. I cannot wait for season two. We already have seven interviews lined up from people all over the world. I cannot wait. Please tune in because season two is going to be a blast. If you haven't applied, apply now. Well, I hope you enjoyed this episode of Actors 2020 Podcast. I'm Johnny Keith, your host. If you're an actor and you would love to be promoted, just contact us at Actors 2020 podcast at gmail.com now we're going to end this episode like we end every episode with something called the lesson 
because life is a bitch. Gee, really? Why don't you tell me something I don't already know? Cause everywhere I go, people tell me what to do. Hey, go to church, go to school, you treat me like a fool. Now, I don't need religion, culture, or class. You don't like that fact, well, you can kiss my ass. Yeah, I'm white and I rap. You got a problem with that? Loosen up. And don't be so tight. Take it easy, E. We got the whole night. Yes, I'm psyched. I'm ready to get the show on the road. I don't want to stop because I just might explode. I'll tell you what, home slice. I'm twice as nice as any bad boy rapper called Vanilla Ice. My lesson, yeah, it's hip. In case you didn't know what I'm here to inform you, I'm better than snow. I don't moonwalk or dunk like these Michael J's, but I can hold my own. You hear what I say? Now listen, learn, because here comes the lesson. Lesson one. Everybody sit down, JK is gonna take you for a ride uptown. Yo, this is the story of the Hollywood game. Choose your path careful, you're the only one to blame. Now when it comes to pot, crack, tweak, or blow, stick to the rules and just say no. Because you're young, you're eager, you want in the movies. Don't think you'll get there by giving up the booty. Cause they'll use you, abuse you, throw you out like trash. And then you'll discover that you're out of cash. Now your heart, your soul is somewhere on the shelf. And you're walking through the streets now talking to yourself. The lesson. Well, you heard lesson one, it's time for lesson two. You have a choice, and the choice is up to you. I came to Hollywood to be a rich and famous star, but for now I'm waiting tables and I'm tending someone's bar. Pictures, classes, agents, where the hell does it all end? Every time I turn around, I'm starting over again. I finally got a break with a five line and under. My life was starting to roar like lightning and thunder. The phone rings, hello? I'm cast in a pilot. My life spun out of control just like an L.A. riot. I walked off the set, said to hell with this old man. The phone's not even ringing and my life is in the can. The lesson. Yeah, final lesson here, of course it's number three. Now remember, I'm an actor to be or not to be. When the going got tough, I climbed into the bottle. I'm back on my feet now, revving my throttle on the climb to the top. It's the same old games. Now I'm kicking ass and I'm taking some names. Clawing, scraping, screaming, that was a long, hard crawl. But it was all worth it. I'm a box office straw. Opportunity was there when I took it with a punch. Not now, baby, but let's do lunch. There's a big piece of pie and you should grab your portion. You can be like me enjoying fame and fortune. Boom. That's the lesson. Go and learn it. It's the lesson. Go and learn it. It's the lesson. Peace out. Thank you for tuning in to Actors 2020 Podcast. I'm your host, Johnny Keith. Until the next episode. Bye-bye.